Hey Z, I got your call in about Marla being the poodle of music, etc, etc, etc. At this point, I can no longer stand here and just take it. I need to get your two cents. What is your problem with Marla? How dare you call him the poodle of music? That is possibly the worst insult I've ever heard thrown at anyone. But uh, you're going to have to back this up now, man. You can't just throw these accusations and uh, think that I'm not going to get back. So, Patrick, you have decided to defend your friend, Gustav Mahler. The Jew that lied about being a Jew and converted to Catholicism in order to steal a job as composer for Vienna. Alright, so our listeners aren't too confused here. We're talking about Mahler and not the strange sexual practice. That's a different spelling. M-A-U-L-E-R. Now, lucky for us, Dmitry Shostakovich, you know, righted as much as he could the wrongs of Mahler. I would say Shostakovich was only influenced by Mahler in the sense that he needed to right the wrongs, the musical faux pas, the musical masturbations of Mahler. Now, if you want to give Mahler any credit, it would be as an interpreter of the music of you know, Mozart, Wagner, Tchaikovsky. But what is it specifically that I dislike about the music of Mahler? Well, in two words, resource intensive. Look at symphony number eight in E flat major. They jokingly call that the symphony of a thousand because it takes so many performers to perform the damn thing. I mean, he literally just threw that thing together. He took a bunch of notes and threw them on to a piece of paper, sort of creating like a bad abstract painting. And you know how much Hitler hated abstract painting. Now, I've got to admit, I'm having a problem finding a Mahler composition that I dislike the most. Typically, when I hear Mahler, it's on the radio. I'll try to listen to it, but eventually I start asking, what is the point? What are you trying to say here? Why are you repeating yourself over and over and over with only minor reiterations and using so many resources to do it? Sort of like psychotic musical rumination. And the Symphony of a Thousand was his sort of positive, uplifting piece. And Patrick, don't think I don't know what you're doing here. Because as I'm searching for a piece that I dislike the most about Mahler, I'm uh, gaining an appreciation for him. However, this doesn't invalidate my criticisms. So chances are I'm appreciating his more pessimistic works. Perhaps what disturbs me about Mahler is his concept of redemption through the power of love. You know, and it makes sense that his work gained more popularity now in modern times than back when he was alive. We live in an over-ruminating world. I think his music does reflect this quite well. The time frame that Mahler was around the mid-1800s, mid to late-1800s, was my favorite era in art, painting, French Impressionism. So artistically and historically, this is one of my favorite periods. 
Well, that is other than the period we're in right now. And I do feel that it right now is a great time to be alive. So to stay on point here, how is Mahler like a poodle? Well, I have the poodle. Well, it's actually a doodle, so it's worse than a poodle. It's a doodle. And that dog is what is called resource intensive. However, unlike Mahler, I love my doodle. But very much like Mahler, probably should never have been invented. I mean, there's a good chance World War I was started because Mahler bankrupt Austria-Hungary with his Symphony Number no. 8 alone. So I gotta say, I find it rather strange that you love Mahler but hate poodles. They're pretty much the same thing. Hey, but when one finger points, there's three pointing right back at you, right? And so I have to acknowledge the fact that I like poodles, but not Mahler. So once again, it seems like we're just opposite sides of the same coin. All right, well, stay tuned. I'm going to be giving a review of the new Bruce Lee movie that we all saw yesterday. Integrity Radio.